In Between Sundays, Episode 6. You're listening to In Between Sundays, where we give you the essentials to live in the world outside of church. From your first job after college to becoming the CEO, this is a podcast for the other six days of the week. Hi, everyone. Hey, how's it going? to In Between Sundays, a podcast for young adults. Uh, my name is Pat Padley. And I'm Nick Padley. That's my brother, Nick. And I'm his brother, <laughs> Pat. That's right. <laughs> um, so and, this is a podcast for yes. young adults. This is a, a podcast where we want to talk to people about uh, their spiritual life and all things in between. And we talk about us as young adults. That's right. <laughs> Having fun and enjoying uh, ourselves. I'm a little nervous, I got to say, because we're trying out a new podcasting program. So this is like literally live. We don't have GarageBand where we can like stop and yeah, this is a one shot deal. Exactly. So uh, basically, if I mess up or if I mess up, it's it, like we have to start all the way back at the beginning. And in fact, this is actually our our fifth time doing it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's right. So uh, Nick, how have you been doing? I've been good. We, we started a new thing last week. Uh, we kind of took it from my youth group called the Three J's. That's right. And uh, I figured we would go ahead and continue that. Okay. Uh, the Three J's are your junk, your joy, and your Jesus moment in the past week. I guess uh, it would have to be the past two weeks because we weren't able to get an episode out last week. Uh, we were all trying to get prepared to go to the CNMC or the Catholic New Media Celebration down mm-hmm. in San Antonio, Which Texas. Which was fun. We have a little it bit was of great. A, a little bit of things for that. It was so nice to see everybody. So, Nick, what are your three J's for the these past couple weeks? Uh, let's see. Well, uh, did I put you on the spot? No. Uh, th- well, uh, the past this past weekend when we were down at the CNMC, uh, I didn't sleep very well, and so that was probably my junk. You had your own room. I know, and I and I don't sleep. I don't sleep well on beds that are larger than twin beds. Unfortunately, are you, see. I love large beds because you get to spread out. Yeah, that's just how we have to do it. So, anyway, my uh, my joy probably is uh, the upcoming weekend, three day weekend, which is great. I'm looking forward to that. I'm going Everybody and my love the three my day Jesus weekend. moment is actually going to be tomorrow when I am up in St. Mary's, Kansas, selling fireworks as a fundraiser for a youth group. Whoever thought your Jesus moment would be selling fireworks? That's right. That's right. So that'll be pretty fun. I've I've. Uh, what what's your favorite firework? Oh, I don't know. I, I like the snappers. How about yours? I like those ones where you light them and then they spin around. Yeah. Uh, so my three J's, my junk is I just worked a really long commercial yesterday <laughs> out in the airport parking lot. I mean, it was really nice weather. I can't complain because it wasn't that hot, but just it was it was like a 14 hour shoot. And that just takes yeah energy from my life. My joy... Um, my joy was actually on the way over here. This is kind of funny. Uh, a couple things. One, I love when I pull up to somebody and they're they're just like rocking out to a song. Yeah. And then I, I was just like, you know what? Let me just uh, turn my radio. And I turned on my radio and just randomly chose like a station and it was the same song as theirs. And then I started rocking out That's next awesome. to him and the guy had like his window down. And I think we kind of like shared a moment there. That's kind of fun. That's pretty um, cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Um 
shoot, I had another really good one. I can't what remember. What was your Jesus moment? My then? Jesus moment was uh, this weekend at the CNMC. We went to mass. Uh, the guy was a little unorthodox, I have to say, but <laughs> but he got the point across, and I really liked uh, going to mass with everybody, all the other podcasters and uh, SQPN fans. So that was nice to see everybody this weekend, and yeah, so awesome. I had, a, had a really great. So weekend. let's let's give him a couple a couple of things to look forward to. What do we got in the show uh, this week? We have a little sound thing. Uh, we were on the Alamo. At, uh, in, down in San, right. San Antonio. We have an interview with a Catholic company. Our Help I'm Fallen is about prayer. And uh, we have a new segment, which we're going to go ahead and start, called What's My Line? Klaatu! Mirada! <laughs> okay, then. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Don't nobody understand the words that are coming out of your mouth, man. This is What's My Line, where you call in and give us words or phrases, and we have to fit them into our show. We'll choose one or two every show, and if we choose yours, you'll win a prize. No matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. Oh, this is the worst looking hat I ever saw. Oh, it looks good on you, though. (laughs) (laughs) So this is What's My Line? And uh, we have a couple of pieces of feedback that we've received from some people. Yeah, so you guys call in, you guys give us words and phrases, and we have to try to fit them in. So uh, we had a couple people call in, a couple friends of ours, so let's go ahead and check that out. Hey, Nick and Pat, this is Angela Santana of Angelou's Juice Design Ministries. And for your line, I want you to say, I love San Antonio. I know it's not hard, but that's it. Hello, my name is Amy. I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I just heard about you through the On The You 108 podcast. Haven't even downloaded an episode yet. Plan on doing that tonight. But I was excited to see your um, What's My Line segment. So here it is. I'm going to give you a quote. Okay, quote. So yes, Father, I did put the pine cone on your chair. Take it or leave it. Hope you have fun. I am excited to hear your podcast. Thank you so much, Amy and Angela. Yeah, thank you, guys. I got to say that last one's going to be a little hard. <laughs> it is. So we got, uh, yes, Father, I put the pine cone on your chair. Ouch. And uh, yeah, I that was San Antonio. It. That's a little easier. Oh, and I want to give a, oh, yeah, a special when, thanks to Steve for uh, to plugging our show on the On The You podcast. Absolutely. So thanks, Steve Nelson. Absolutely. And when we say the phrase, you'll hear the following sound. Ah, oh, I love that sound. So, so cheesy, but we love it. And um, so while we were down in San Antonio, we went ahead and we were, I mean, when you're in San Antonio, you have to go to the Alamo. Absolutely. So we had, I don't know, three or four hours before our flight and uh, it was after mass with everybody. And so we decided to go ahead and walk around with our new friend, Victoria. So Victoria is our friend who's the local. I am. I'm the the local chauffeur slash tour guide. And how long have you lived here? Uh, About three Three years, four, uh, three and a half. I don't even know. Local. I, um, local. Does that title really count, I guess? Well, well, we used to play the trusty native guide when we were living overseas, and we'd only been there for a couple years, hmm. so... So, I see. Know, we learn really fast. We, we we do we when we get to a new place, we we go and tourist for for the first couple months and learn That's everything fun. so we can tell everyone. So, do you know the history of the Alamo? I can tell you some. Um, it is two stories. You were right. And during during the battle, which of course was with 
be, it was when Texas was not yet part of the United States, and it was with the, the Mexicans and Santa Ana. Santa Ana was the, was the general of the Mexicans, and they were at, at war with Texas, and you had, hanging out in the Alamo, you had such luminaries as Daniel Boone and um, Sam Houston, who of course Houston is named yeah. after. Davy Crockett. Davy Crockett was there. He was the king of the wild frontier. He was. And he, I and hear, he, and he I hear he, I hear he killed him a bar when he was only three. <laughs> he, he what? Killed him a bar when he was only three. Haven't you wow. seen the Disney movie? No. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't. You did never. You never I saw never the. Ba- saw you the never Dis- saw the no. ballad okay, of Davy okay, Crockett. Okay, okay. So here's here's the thing. Chuck Norris, Davy Crockett. Who's gonna win? Oh. Well, wait, wait. Does Chuck Norris have any weapons? No, no. It, no Chuck but Norris Davey, doesn't need weapons. He just has. Dude, Chuck Norris has Chuck weapons. Picks. No, no. Chuck Norris has weapons. They're called hands. Right. <laughs> True. And Davy Crockett what, has his little. Uh, he has his hatchet. Coon, well, coon and you hat. know, you know, Davy Crockett was pretty cool, but but he wasn't actually from Texas, whereas Chuck Norris is in fact a Texas Ranger. Well, played one on TV. Ooh. He lives in Texas. He too. lives in Texas, and he's a very Texan kind of guy. So we are in Texas, and I think anybody you ask here would probably say that Chuck Norris would win. I I just think Chuck Norris would win because he's amazing. Well, you know, his tears cure cancer, but he's never cried. Yes, that's true. <laughs> you know, uh, Chuck Norris. <laughs> Chuck Norris one time uh, tried to good. eat a snow cone, but it melted in his hand because of the sheer awesomeness before he could eat it. Exactly. Really, I thought like if Chuck Norris was walking right here, all the snow cone like there would just be water on the ground because all everybody's snow cone was <laughs> hey, melting. You, you guys want to help settle a dispute we're having? <laughs> Go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Norman from South Africa, and I'm Tim from Orlando. We're, we're talking, talking about, about people who were in the Alamo. And, uh, you know, we were mentioning some of the names. Of course, Davy Crockett was in the Alamo. So we thought, Chuck Norris versus Davy Crockett, who would win? Well, I reckon um, Davy Crockett, probably. Davy Crockett. Why? Don't ask me why. <laughs> you mean against each other or against, against the Mexicans? Oh, well, we all win. Well, then they would have won the war then. If they were together, we wouldn't have had to. to... No, they would have just put Chuck Norris out there. And they, they right, and the Mexicans like, would have run away. We wouldn't yeah, have had we'll to later. kick their butts at San Jacinto. <laughs> well, they had Jim Bowie, too, though. They had some good they people did. They in there. They had Jim Bowie. Yeah. That's right. You got your Bowie knives. They got John Wayne and Richard Widmark. Right, John Wayne was there. Yeah. Did Jim Bowie float in water too? Is that how they got those? Ah, <laughs> bad joke. So, so yeah, I've never seen so many snow cone uh, places in my life. Snow cones are a very important part of the San Antonio experience. It is it's, well with the amount of heat that's down here. Yes, that's... we're talking. We're talking probably today. Um, uh, probably a hundred ish, one hundred and two. We've been we've been having the last week, two weeks. We've been having over a hundred. Practically every day. But I've never seen so many snow cone stands in my life, and I thought maybe I would just go up and talk to one of them because uh, this looks interesting. Ooh, this would be great because my mother loves penguins, and there's a big penguin on the side. His grandmother, or my grandmother, his mom, dressed him up like a penguin for Halloween. Oh. Which, like, it's kind of funny because, like, he didn't he didn't know any better. So, like, can we take a picture with you because we, we want to show him the penguins. Sure. Because you got the penguin thing on your... I even have a penguin hat. What is the oddest combination that you've ever heard of? There you go. I was $6. Um, I made a root beer strawberry Ooh. the other day. Ooh. Basically anything with root beer. Yeah. This is delicious. It's Very incredible. Awesome. Yes. Cotton candy and blue raspberry. Patrick, let's get a picture. Sure. We can get a picture. As long as you don't mind. That's fine. 
I can't believe you guys served one. Uh, you served almost a thousand. Yesterday we had. That's awesome. It was on the news last night. We had almost five thousand people here. Oh my goodness. And this this area right here between the Houston here. Street right there and right there where those two cars are, we had a rodeo yesterday. Awesome. So. I can't you believe that. Yeah, 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 for sure. Here, okay. I'll put my snow cone down. So this is like your parents' business, basically. Mm -hmm. I see. My parents' business. We have this car in the cart right up there with the umbrella down. I see. Her theme is pirates. So she has pirates. So the people sometimes they must think like, oh, maybe they're competing businesses, but haha, you're really nice. Yeah. So the hard part about snow cones is you know they put the syrup in it, but it goes to the bottom <laughs> of your cup. You have to mix it up. So you, you kind of have to mix it up a little bit. You know, this and what, cool. I'm having a strawberry banana. It's really good. Uh, it tastes it's very strawberry tasting. Mine's bright. I like this What'd you get? What did you get in yours? Uh, her friend. Cotton candy and raspberry. Yeah, her friend recommended me to get cotton candy and, uh, and raspberry. How would you? A little strange, but I like it, actually. <laughs> it's good. This feels so good because it's... That's what he does all day. He just squirts random flavors in his cup. Is there... Okay. Last question. Is there a special, is there a good way to eat? Um, like, what's the best way so that your flavor doesn't get, like, all the way down to the bottom? Like his. See, his is all you nice and mixed up. get a spoon Ooh. and mash your ice in there. There we go. I'll take that. Right. Perfect. There you go. Thank you very much. You want one, too? I'm good, thank you. Okay. Do you get sick of snow, snow cones? No. Really? No. You still love them? Yes. It's impossible to get sick of these. I change my flavors every once in a while because I get sick of eating the same thing over and over. But so now, do you guys bring the cart out here every day? Every single day. Yep. Wow. Well, thanks a lot. We we'll let we'll let you somewhere. we'll let you serve these people. Maybe they, maybe okay, you can yeah. get. Maybe 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 we'll have cheese. How many? Yeah, like a. Thank you very much, Catherine. Thank you. So that was our audio from. San Antonio. San Antonio. Mm, I, I love snow cones. I, you know my favorite part about that one? You know what I love? I love San Antonio. Oh, boo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's one of our what's my line, and that means that Angela's going to be getting a prize. That's right. So, And that prize will be, uh, what so is it? A, the, a, a medal blessed by the Pope and a St. Philip Neri holy card. There you go. Congratulations, Angela. But what I was going to say is my favorite part about the audio clip is right at the end, and you hear this kid go, Mommy, I want a grape one. <laughs> I want a grape one. I want a grape one. Ah, oh, so good. I fall and then I can't get up. She falls in a well, eyes go cross. She gets kicked by a mule, they go back to normal. At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. You better say your prayers, you flea-bitten varmint! And this is our Help I'm Fallen segment where we talk about uh, questions of faith or or problems that we're having uh, or just struggles maybe that we have uh, in our faith lives. That's right. So today we thought we'd talk about prayer, um, but a little bit different. You know, a lot of people talk about different kinds of devotions and things. Uh, we thought we would talk about prayer as a one-sided conversation. This came up um, any conversation I had with uh, one of the students at youth group, and we were talking about praying and how a lot of us, when we think of prayer, we think about the Our Father or saying the rosary, um, a lot of it as, you know, talking to God or asking God for something. So I kind of posed the question to him, how much time do you listen? Because this is something that I really need to work on. 
Absolutely. Yeah. That's, I mean, I think that's something that I know I need to work on as well. And I would feel that I think a lot of other people would as well. So, I mean, how did you talk to him? How did you phrase that question? Well, I mean, that's basically, I just said, you know, Hey, what, what do you think of when you think of prayer? And he was like, well, either going to mass and praying or, um, you know, I, I kind of pray every once in a while at night and I, you know, kind of say, thanks God for the day. And, and, and that is all good. But, you know, for me as a young adult, I was kind of thinking, I'm still trying to discern my life. You know, I'm doing video production. I don't know what my vocation is. Um, I could be doing video production the rest of my life. I could be doing something else, you know? So it's kind of, uh, what am I doing, God? And I, I can ask that question, but I feel like in my busy life, I forget to listen to him. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of us do, because that is a form of prayer, um, whether it's just spending time in silence, reading a good book, or um, going on a walk sometimes. And, uh, and I, I think one of the things that's real interesting is if you look at like the Benedictines, they have this saying, or at labor, which means prayer and work. And I think that's really interesting because uh, eventually the goal of your life should be that you can't distinguish your work from your prayer. You want that work that you're doing to be more or less a form of prayer in your own life. So um, uh, you know, assuming we do that, at the same time, we also need to listen a lot more as as well, because I, I know that I'll just, I'll go like a whole day or a whole week even where I'm just, all I feel like if I'm praying, all I'm doing is just shouting out to God and I'm not actually listening for anything back. Some, sometimes I wonder, uh, we all have those friends that, you know, like you call on the phone and you haven't talked to them in a while. And then you're like, oh, so how you been doing? And you just hear, oh, I've been doing great. I've been doing this, la, 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 la. And they just talk <laughs> the whole time. And then maybe you're like, uh-huh. And like, that's all you say. Or you're like, oh, yeah, I did this the other day. And then they go on talking. Um, I know we all have those friends. Do you think that God sometimes feels that way? I mean, I know he loves us so much. But I wonder, I'm kind of curious. Do you think God ever feels like it's just like a one-sided thing? Uh, it's possible. But, I, you know, I think God loves us so much that he's just happy we're talking to him. Now, he's probably things that God wishes that we maybe changed about ourselves. But I think in his infinite love, he's just loves the fact that we're us. Well, and that's something interesting is the infinite love. Uh, that was another question that had popped up is that um, as far as prayer goes, uh, we were talking about, well, how much uh, of that relationship between you and God do you feel like? Is it 50-50? Do you, you know, what do you feel like? And I had said, I said, well... I think God is always a hundred percent, you know, no matter what, no matter what we're doing, God is always a hundred percent. He's probably actually over a hundred percent and he's always reaching out to us, but I feel like it's us who are sometimes not there. God never fails, but sometimes we do. And I think that's the thing we have to um, remember. Absolutely. I triple dog dare you. Before this is over, I'm going to need a whole lot of serious therapy. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? So with that, we're talking about uh, Help I'm Fallen. Let's talk about stuff we can do to maybe do a better job at listening to God every week. Uh, well, I think I talked about it earlier. Adoration um, is something that I would really like to do. Uh, it's been really hard with my work schedule to kind of pin down a time, you know, to actually sign up for a time at our Adoration Chapel at uh, our church. 
But listening to God, um, like I said, that's something I need to work on. So what, what suggestions would you have for me, Nick, to, to do that? Um, well, I think the adoration thing is, is definitely the biggest thing is uh, uh, one of the things that I try to do in the morning is I try to get a rosary in as I'm driving to work. So I, I've been like stopped listening to the radio until I have that full, like that full rosary in. And so sometimes like I, um, my job only is 15 minutes away. And so I'm sometimes concentrating on driving. Sometimes I'm concentrating on praying the rosary. So I usually pray the first half when I get to the office and then the second half when I'm coming back from the office. That's, that's, I mean, that's one, one good way you can do it. See, that's something I have a hard time with though, praying in the car, just cause I'm always thinking about kind of the what's next in my life, you know, like, oh, where am I going and stuff like that. Absolutely. So that's something we're going to try to work on, um, whether it's going to adoration or taking a walk by ourselves or just spending some time, um, by, by ourselves in meditation or reading a book or something. So my recommendation is one hour a week, um, other than mass. Absolutely. So uh, now, when we were also at the uh, Catholic New Media Celebration, Pat, you got a chance to talk to a few people there. I did. Uh, it was kind of between breaks, and I had I was kind of going around with my little recorder, and I ran into some pretty cool people at the Catholic Company, and uh, this is our conversation. I've just been walking around at the CNMC, uh, kind of waiting in between sessions here, and I ran into uh, some wonderful guys at the Catholic Company, uh, and uh, your name is? Uh, Nicholas. Nicholas, I'm Pat with In Between Sundays. Uh, tell me a little bit about the Catholic Company, and I think you guys also have a film contest going up. So what's, what is the Catholic Company? Uh, we're a retailer. We've got a mail order catalog and uh, online store at uh, catholiccompany.com. So is it, I mean, is it uh, mostly just Catholic gifts? Uh, what, what kind of merchandise do you guys have? Catholic books, gifts, um, sacramentals, uh, most everything um, that you would need to uh, have a good uh, spiritual life. You know, we've got uh, 13,000 products available online, wow. and we've got uh, over 10,000 of those in stock at any given time. Very cool. You said, you mentioned Godparent, which is really good because... Uh, Nick and my, our brother uh, and our sister-in-law, they're about to have a, a little baby boy in the next couple of weeks. So uh, I'll have to tell Nick because he's going to be the godfather of, uh, of the, the new Padley into the, the Padley clan. I, I heard you guys have a film contest going on for the Year of the Priest. Tell me a little bit about that because about that, that sounds pretty exciting. Oh, yeah. Well, that's our uh, Incredible Priests, Incredible Stories uh, film contest for uh, the uh, Year of the Priest. Uh, that's running from June 19th, 2009 to June 19th, 2010. Uh, and all we're doing is we're asking people to uh, send in a video, you know, post a video on YouTube and then tell us about it. And we'll post that to our YouTube channel. Uh, it's a three-minute video telling us a story about how a priest has had a positive impact on your life. You know, on your life personally, in his parish, in society in general. It could be a priest you know, it could be a priest you don't know. Hmm. You know, how many times have you seen a priest... You know, on a podcast, you know, some priest like Father Roderick, who, you know, is from the Netherlands, you may never see him in his life, but his podcast or his Ustream or something could touch you, you know, oh, and make a change yeah. in your life. You could nominate that guy and record a three-minute video about him, just a positive story about how, you know, what, what they've done to your life. You know, we want to flood YouTube with positive videos for priests. There's so much negativity out there these days that we just want to get some positive 
news and positive information out there to lift up the priests, to let priests see these things. What kind of encouragement does that give to, you know, say someone who is, is possibly deciding a vocation, you know? Absolutely. We've heard uh, ideas of, uh, you know, whole parishes doing, you know, a video or, or, or multiple videos for, for their priests as like a spiritual bouquet so they can see the, the impact that they themselves are having on their life. So if they're down or that, they can go and, and look at some of those videos online because you know, those are always going to be there for them. Well, very cool. So everybody go check out the Catholic Company and the web addresses again. Uh, well, you can go to CatholicCompany.com or you can go to IncrediblePriests.com for the contest. And uh, keep in mind that uh, there's monthly winners and finalists, up to 20 finalists. Uh, those winners will receive a $100 shopping spree and the priest will receive a $100 shopping spree. At the end, the grand finale, the grand prize winner will receive a $500 shopping spree at the Catholic Company and we'll send the priest to Rome for eight days. Oh, that's great. So guys, check that out. Put your three-minute videos on YouTube and let the Catholic Company know it's for the incredible priest for the year of the priest. Thanks a lot, Nicholas. Thank you, Pat. Well, that was really nice to talk to Nicholas from the Catholic Company. They've got some really great stuff out they there. They really do. Some awesome stuff. I looked at their website. Um, I'm going to see if I can buy some things for the upcoming baptism. Yeah, that's right. Our uh, brother and sister-in-law could potentially be having a baby right now. That's right. We were taking bets at dinner. <laughs> yeah. When are they going to have it? Um, but but he has a really good point. You know, flooding YouTube with positive stuff. There's always those negative things. Uh, there's that one video out there. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Um, I, I, which one? This is the one about confession. Oh. And someone's just in confession and they're rambling on all these awful things they did. And then, and then they're just like, so yes, father, I did put that pine cone on your chair. And, and I did. Oh, 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 I know that was, <laughs> that such, was a cheesy, such a cheesy, that was such a cheesy way of putting that in. But, uh, see Amy, <laughs> <laughs> Amy, you made that hard for us. So that's the only thing we could, we could think of. But uh, matter, we were going to talk about how the Catholic company sold pine cones. Holy <laughs> Holy pine cones for priests. And they, you have to go in and your priest would say, what is that? What, who bought this for me? You say, yes, Father, I did put that pine cone on your chair. Oh, wow. We worked it in twice. That's right. Uh, so, Amy, you'll be receiving a prize, a blessed medal from Pope Benedict. Um, but, yeah, so it's, it's, uh, it is true, though. There are a lot of negative things on YouTube. So, I think this is a really great uh, thing to do, especially for the year of the priest. So, flood YouTube with great videos about our awesome Catholic priest. Now, we do have a bit of feedback, which we're working on a bumper for that right now, but uh, we're calling it junk mail. Yeah. So, we, not, not that people send us in junk mail, but we just thought it would be a funny title. And what I'd really like to have is some really cool bumper like uh, Blue's Clues has, you know, like, yeah, we just got a letter. Uh, yeah. Something like or that. like, if you, if you have, if you have the uh, prowess, if the, the bumper creating prowess. Uh, yes. Feel free to send us one. But uh, here, here's some voice feedback we received. Hi, Nick and Pat. Uh, this is Brian Murdoch. I was just calling because I, uh, I've been really enjoying the podcast, and I started really started geeking out when you guys talked about uh, GTD on the Father's Day um, edition. Um, I actually wrote a white paper on implementing GTD with Gmail a few years ago. Mm, and uh, cool. actually, if you yeah. just Google GTD with Gmail, uh, it usually pops up first or second. Um but uh, anyway, thanks a lot. Thought I'd share that. Uh, you can get in touch with me um, on my website, brianmurdaugh.com. That's Brian with a Y. And then Murdaugh is M-U-R-D-A-U-G-H. Thanks and God bless. 
Well, All thanks. right, thanks a lot, Brian. Yeah, thanks a lot, Brian. That's really interesting because we both use G- we we use pretty much everything Google makes. They have uh, such yeah. great free stuff, Gmail, and and we use uh, Google Documents for our show notes. So uh, we're gonna have to check that out. Um, by the way, GTD is Getting Things Done, which is a book by is it David Allen? David Allen, a and great it's guy. it's all about um, just kind of organization and stuff. And we had talked about that on a previous episode. So thanks a lot. Um, again, you can send us your feedback at, at our feedback line is 206-337-7945, or you can email us at, at uh, feedback at com. And just let us know uh, how we can make the show better, or if you got interesting things to share with us, let us know. Yes. So this pretty much brings us up to the end of our show. Uh, let's talk about a couple of things we want to have on, the, on a future show. Yeah, we're... We have talked about this for a little bit. Um, Nick works at a company that is faith-based. I do not. And recently, I've had some interesting conversations with people on production crews about religion. So we thought we would talk about religion in the workplace. So if you guys have had any experiences, especially if you work somewhere that's not a church, um, let us know because we're going to be talking about that in in the next uh, couple episodes probably. So. Um, so call a feedback line and let us know what you think or things you've experienced. Yeah. Cause I've, I actually ended up one day sitting down, uh, while we were in a car, like driving back from the airport on uh, one of those sonic shoots. And, and I, I had a very long conversation with some people about, uh, Catholic values, uh, in during marriage. So, uh, we're going to share a little bit about that in upcoming episodes and we hope you guys share some too. Absolutely. So thank you guys very much for listening. This uh, brings us up to the end of our show. Yes, I guess that wraps it up. Episode six already. Wow. I know, it's amazing. I know. Uh, you, you know, we're going to have to plan something pretty cool, I guess, for like the 10th show. Or is that or is that what like everybody does? I don't know. But I, we'll have to see. So, but uh, thanks a lot for checking us out. If you're new to the podcast, uh, go and check out our other episodes at our website, www.inbetweensundays.com. Um, or if you just have the iTunes version, just check out our other our episodes and uh, let us know what you think. And if there's anything you guys, uh, especially young adults, if there's anything you would definitely like us to talk about, uh, whether it's Christian or not, just what's going on in your life, let us know. Yep. So uh, you can find us on inbetweensundays.com or, again, call our feedback line at 206-337-7945. Well, thanks a lot for stopping by, and we'll see you next time on In Between Sundays. God bless. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.